0: number three of the line change and final hour of the line change. Fox Sports the Gambler presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Thanks to Mark Drumheller and Nick Bacone joining me in hour number two and Jeff Kerr and if for CBS Sports joining me hour number one. And joining me right now a loaded guest list. Alright uh, it's been a lot of a lot of guests for a reason though a lot of things going on this week. Uh, Masters WrestleMania week quarterbacks being traded so obviously we have to talk football but hockey is still going on and of course the Flyers season is still chugging along as well and another loss for the Flyers tonight now they got the win yesterday and it was thought to be like that was the first time where I we we have talked about a Flyers win and it wasn't complete doom and gloom it wasn't you know, oh, well, that was a win, but they looked terrible while doing it. It was, it was mostly a, that's a win, and there were some things we liked. And then they come back and lose this game 4-2, to but not only lose the game against Boston, but the fashion that they did it, just going absolutely cold in the third period, looking terrible in the third period, um... They have a lot of issues, and the issues ended up being uh, detrimental to the Flyers tonight. So here to talk about the game right now with me on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Visit DrGlatt.com. It is Larry Henry Jr. Follow him at LHenry019 on Twitter. We'll get into some NHL plays for tomorrow as well, but need to start off with the Flyers' And you know what? They lost. It's it's bad. The, the Flyers. You know, I, I just have no hope for them this season. But what what I still want to have hope for, or that what I want to see improve as this season goes along, is Carter Hart. I, I want to see him perform better. Had a great game over the weekend against the Islanders, and I think I'm not using great loosely there, Larry. Like I think he had a great game. What about tonight, though? I know they ended up losing, but did he regress? Big time, did this look as bad as he has been, or are we still seeing some positive things about Carter Hart? What did you see tonight?
1: Overall, I think Carter Hart still had a decent game. Uh, I don't think he regressed. Um, I mean, when you look at it, the Flyers really just you know they outshot Boston forty-two to twenty-six. Really, the big story tonight, when you'd say is. when you look at the Bruins um, overall, Jeremy Swayman, uh, forty saves in his NHL debut, uh, not many better performances than that. Um, so he did he did great for Boston. Patrice Bergeron did great for Boston. He had a hat trick, sixth career uh, NHL hat trick. Um, but Carter Hart, um, he did fine from the, the moments um, you know where he was really put to the test. Um, the game-winning goal that went to Brad, uh, Brad Marchand. Um, that made it 3-2 was a shorthanded goal, so um, and it was on a breakaway, which, um, I mean, it was de- another defensive breakdown. We've seen a lot of that from the Flyers this season. Um, but I don't think that Carter Hart um, is to blame uh, for, for tonight's performance. Um, the Flyers, you know, again, they ran into a a, a a hot goalie, uh, making his debut. So he was amped up, ready to go, and stood on his head. Uh, I think the Flyers overall had 25 shots on goal in the second period, and then the opening 10 minutes of the third period, they only had one, so it was a major drop off That's, that's
0: unacceptable. Like, that's that's the part there where it becomes completely unacceptable, that third period.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you... You know, you have the foot on, your foot on the gas. Um, you got to keep going. And, um, you know, hey, credit to Boston. They they weathered the storm. Um, I know, you know, Bergeron scored the opening two goals, and then Boston went up 2 nothing, which uh, seems, you know, always to be a usual trend with the Flyers. They fall down early. But they came back. Jake Borchek scored. Shane Gossesphere also uh, scored as well. And, uh, you know, they made a game of it. But, uh, but for Carter Hart, um, I think overall, the, the Tonight wasn't, um, you know, him to blame or anything like that. Um, He still had some good saves against a good offensive team in Boston. Uh, But, again, I think his defenders uh, really kind of hung him out to dry in a few situations. Uh, And, you know, I still think we're going to see Carter Hart bounce back uh, and get back to his old form. Um, But I think overall we're going to need, you know, we're going to need a lot better performances uh, from the Flyers tonight uh, defensive unit. Um, and going forward because uh, right now, the loss tonight, they dropped to uh in the East for the first time this season. Uh, the Rangers took care of Pittsburgh eight to three. So they jump up to fifth now on goal difference, which they have a, you know, they're the way ahead of the Flyers in that category. So, um, so again, it's going to be kind of dust yourself off and get ready for the next one. Cause the Flyers got to go to the Islanders on Thursday and then, um, two games at home this weekend against Boston and then Buffalo. So uh, once again, not easy games and uh, not much time to really uh, recover here because um, they're going to run into an Islanders team that uh, is one of the best in the league and, and has an argument to be the best in the league uh, when it comes to teams so far. So it, uh, it's
0: it's sounding like it's not a step back. Would you, would you say, though, maybe a step forward because he was able to put together two or string together two At least solid performances. Is that fair to say? Like, this is another step forward in the, I guess, I hate to say recovery process because he's not recovering from anything. It's just a bad stretch of games. But uh, certainly two games that he's put together that are solid, this is a step forward for Carter Hart.
1: I'd say so, definitely. Um, You know, the big thing with Carter Hart is obviously his confidence might not be at the highest where we saw it last year. And I saw a lot of, You know, talk on on social media about should Carter Hart get sent down to the Phantoms for the rest of the season, season? should the Flyers just kind of bag it at this point and bring in – there were talks of bringing in uh, a veteran like Jonathan Bernier from Detroit um, and just have him and Brian Elliott kind of uh, take it the rest of the way and let Carter Hart get his head straight. But I think it's the opposite. I think Carter Hart has to play uh, with the Flyers. I think sending him down to the Phantoms is kind of pointless – um if if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to make the playoffs. But if they're not, I still think Carter Hart is still going to get a lot of experience out of this, um going up against good competition in this division and uh and overall, I think hey, he could something could happen, he could kind of get back to his old way and go on a run, um which would be important for him to make the playoffs, but uh, I think long term, uh him staying with the Flyers the rest of the season and getting chances against good teams uh, will only make him better. And tonight, uh, tonight, obviously, the result isn't what the Flyers fans wanted. Um, it's their sixth loss out of seven games against Boston this season. But um, overall, I, I think Carter Hart did well, and it, it is a step in the right direction because he's not going to turn it around uh, in one night or two nights. It's going to take time. And, and and let's not forget the Flyers only played with five, five really healthy defensemen tonight, uh, on the rosters, so it uh, was a lot of guys putting in a lot of minutes. I know Ivan Perverall had over 26 minutes, Shane Gosses here, and Travis Anheim both had over 20. So, um, so they're a little banged up right now, and and at some point I'm hoping uh, they get kind of get this confidence going again and get back to the old. Uh, the old way they were because this team was so fun to watch last year and we were, there was talks of maybe them going all the way to the Stanley Cup and um, they kind of looked miles from that and they really haven't changed much on the roster. It's just kind of a confidence thing right now. So hopefully they can turn it around, but I think they're going to need Carter Hart uh, you know, in the long term and also in the short term if they, if they want to get him back to form and also get the team back to form.
0: We're talking with Larry Henry Jr. You can follow him at LHenry019. He's joining me on the Dr. Glatt Recro, your hairline on the line change. Um, so there is a game at 1030 tonight. Any play with the Ducks and Sharks? Plus 163, the Ducks are the favorite. Uh, Ducks are the underdogs, excuse me, against the Sharks. So the Sharks are a big favorite. Minus 195, this game is in San Jose. Uh, any play tonight for that late night game?
1: Yeah, you know, I know there's not tons of value there, but I do like uh, San Jose to get the win. Um, They're a team right now that's kind of fighting for a playoff spot uh, themselves. And um, overall, I just think uh, offensively uh, compared to Anaheim, they got a good mix of guys that can score. Uh, And if I had to go with a guy that I like on the player props, uh, Xander Kane has done really well uh for the sharks this season 16 goals and 37 games and he's done well over the last two weeks uh or so so i know he's plus 175 over at DraftKings sportsbook to score so i'd like him to score tonight but uh also like the sharks to get the win and obviously there's two two games still going on or i think one game now still going on with uh chicago looking like they're going to close out a three to one win over dallas but uh some pretty uh you know, some pretty shocking scores tonight in the NHL, for sure. Uh, like I touched on it, uh, the Rangers winning 8-4 to four over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, and then also the Tampa Bay Lightning losing to uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. But, uh, hey, John Jansen's Carolina Hurricanes are still going. Yeah! 5-2 win. win over the Florida Rangers. Seven straight, with, baby! Uh, seven straight and uh, in the mix for a uh, top spot in the league now. 55 points. Uh, only one point behind Florida and Colorado for the number 1 seed in the league. So hats off to them.
0: Yeah, hats off to them. Let's go. Let's go, Hurricanes, by the way. Let's go. Rod Brendamore doing an amazing job with those boys there. Uh, Take warning, everyone. Carolina Hurricanes are coming, and uh, maybe they can make some noise in the playoffs. But let's go to some games for tomorrow. Anything on the board interests you? Um, the The Golden Knights... They've been playing well. They're on the money line, minus 148 against the Blues, plus 128. That's a very good matchup. Avalanche, uh, they're not only playing well, they might be the best team in hockey right now. Uh, minus 190 on the money line against the Wild, who are plus 163. Uh, but anything interests you on the board for tomorrow's games? It's a pretty short slate, one, two, three, four, only five games tomorrow. So a pretty short one, but a- anything you see some value there or any games that you do like.
1: Both of those games you hit on, I think they're going to be the uh, the top games of the night. Um, Vegas is coming off a six one win over St Louis uh, last night, and uh, you know again showing why they're one of the best teams uh, in the league. So I definitely like the over in that game. I think Vegas um, definitely going to want to run up the score again against St Louis, and St Louis is really just trying to. To find some kind of consistency uh right now because they're stuck in that division with uh with vegas and Colorado, so uh, I like Vegas to get the win and uh and also the over uh, I think that's a the good play there uh, and then that Colorado minnesota game uh last night was i got to see the tail end of that uh Colorado held on for a five four win and and minnesota's a team that is uh, is trying to sneak into the playoffs as well but uh Colorado they just have um, so many guys that can score on any given night. Nathan McKinnon, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Ratnan, uh, Jonas Druski, who has been uh, on, on good form. He was in my latest Best Bets article over at Fox Sports the Gambler uh, this week. He's been on a, a good tear of late in, in front of goals. So uh, he's definitely won in the player props, but uh, I like Colorado get the win as well. and uh, And then obviously there's going to be some value too when you look at some player props. Uh, In the other games, you have Austin Matthews uh, for Toronto uh, taking on Montreal tomorrow night. You have Connor McDavid uh, against Ottawa in the five o'clock game. And uh, when you look at the late game, Arizona and the Kings, um, you got two good guys uh, in front of goal right now with Anze Kopitar uh, for the Kings and uh, Connor Garland for. Uh, Arizona and also Soul Kessel. I don't want to forget about him because he's been uh, doing some good things for Arizona. So uh, it's good to see a short a short slate though tomorrow. Uh, some of these ten eleven game windows have been pretty uh, pretty crazy to keep up with. So uh, to get a nice little nice little extended break tomorrow before the Flyers uh, back in action on Thursday.
0: Uh, actually, let's go to that Thursday game because there's actually a money line for that game. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are taking on the Islanders. Flyers are plus 147 on the money line, Islanders minus 180. Uh no chance we go on the Flyers here. We did get another over uh for the Flyers. Uh, and you know they they got the under on the Islanders game, so uh that was one where it's like okay, let's see how this goes and they I think under again uh in yesterday against the Bruins, but uh now back to the over. Is is this now we're kind of back on the the over train with the Flyers?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, both um, both obviously uh, today's game hit the over against the yeah. Bruins, yeah. and uh, overall against the Bruins, I mean, it's I think it's six and one now. The over is hit uh, in Flyers Bruins head to head, so uh, I think we're in a situation now where we're going to see the over uh, pop up more frequently with the Flyers. Um, right now, they can't really seem to to get a grip uh, goalie-wise and then also offensively. They're going to try to, you know, get get better offensively and put away some more of those chances. And uh, they're going up against an Islanders team who uh, did win one nothing tonight against the Capitals in the battle of the top two teams in the East. And, um, and overall, uh, the Islanders have a lot of different guys that can score. Uh, and they're a team that, uh, you know, have had much success against the Flyers. Um, you know, over the past you know year or so, so uh, I think we're going to see more overs. I like the over for Thursday night, uh, but I'm not not sure I like the Flyers though uh, no. on, on that money line. With, I don't uh, think you can. <laughs> yeah, I think I think. Hey, I, I wouldn't even. Uh, I wouldn't even doubt going again with the Islanders on the puck line that night because the Islanders have been playing some good hockey, and uh, overall I think just playing, obviously, at a higher level than the Flyers. So uh, that could be some value along with the, uh, with the over.
0: And so you did mention, just mentioned, the East Division. Uh, I want to actually look at a little bit of futures with you because we haven't done that in a while. Uh, there's been a lot of movement, and... The, the Hurricanes are up there, but the Avalanche now are the overwhelming favorite, plus 350. Lightning behind them, plus 600. Uh, Golden Knights, plus 800. Maple Leafs, plus 900. And then the Hurricanes, three get into uh, the four-digit numbers, at plus 1,300. Uh, capitals are down there, plus 1,500. Uh, you know, Islanders, plus 1,400. Are we seeing any value in maybe the East Division? Uh, obviously, Avalanche, Lightning, Golden Knights, they're all very good. But are we seeing any value in the East Division with the Islanders being a plus 1,400 and the Capitals a plus 1,500? Uh,
1: Definitely. Uh, I think even the last time we we had touched on the futures, the Islanders were a team that I really liked because um, they are in the mix for the number one uh, spot in their division. Uh, They're two points behind the Panthers for the number one spot in the East, and uh, of course, you're going to have the teams like Colorado and, and even Vegas probably uh, getting a lot of the consideration uh, in the West. I mean, they're the best two teams, uh, you know, out of the traditional Western Conference. But uh, but the East, man, they're really stacked right now. When you look at the, uh, the top ten so far in the league when it comes to standing, seven of those teams come from the East. Uh, three of those uh, coming from uh, that Central Division, Florida, Carolina, uh, and also Tampa Bay. Uh, you have Toronto in the Canada Division uh, along uh, with Winnipeg. Uh, and then you have Washington uh, and the Islanders uh, making up the East Division. So uh, I think there's a lot of value there, Um what you know? What we we touched on it earlier. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes have been playing really well. Uh, Rob Brydon Moore's done a good job with them. They're six two and two in their last ten. Uh, the only thing you know troubling for them is they've been playing two of the other best teams in the league in Florida and Tampa Bay frequently. So so that's the only kind of issue there. But, uh, yeah, I think that we could very well see a Carolina uh, versus the Islanders or versus a Washington Eastern Conference final because you have teams that have been scoring a lot of goals, They've done really well defensively. I know Carolina's only given up 94 goals uh, this season. Uh, The Islanders have only given up 90, and uh, Colorado leads the league – or actually, excuse me, Vegas leads the league with 85, but Colorado is 87. Uh, So it's going to be fun to see how this shakes out over the last couple weeks because, um, you know, you have playoff spots up for grabs. you got top top one or two seeds up for grabs and and a lot of more game uh, head-to-head rivalries. Uh, coming up so uh, so Carolina Hurricanes definitely a team to watch out for uh, come playoff time and uh, hopefully they can make a good run at it because they had a good chance last year and they kept a lot of those key guys uh, over this year
0: and after what was a bit of a slow start for the Colorado Avalanche can we say now on April 6th as we're you know getting closer towards the end of the season uh, are the Colorado Avalanche uh, just undoubtedly the best team in hockey
1: Without a doubt. Um, I mean, every time I watch this team, uh, they're just finding a new way to kind of wow me uh, and probably are finding uh, ways to wow fans in the league because, uh, I mean, plus 50 goal differential, which is uh, miles ahead of the next best team in the league, Uh, 26 wins, so there's a couple other teams that have 26, Florida, Carolina, Toronto, um, 87 goals against uh, Philip Grubauer, I think, has to be the favorite for uh, the Vezina trophy this year because he's been playing uh, really good hockey. I know his goals against the average last time I checked was yesterday was 1.91, which is insane. Um, and unfortunately, he got hurt in the playoffs last play season, which kind of kind of saw them unravel a little bit. But, um, but we touched on those offensive guys the McKinnon's, the Landis Gogs, uh, um, the Ratnans, Um you have Kael McCarr uh, leading the way on the back end uh, of the defensive court. So this is a team that is easily the best team in hockey. Um, the big question is, can they do it when, it when the bright lights of the playoffs are on? Because last year I thought we were going to see uh, Colorado and Vegas, and Vegas – got knocked out, and then the next round, Colorado got knocked out. And Philip Grubauer's injury um, obviously uh, uh, hurt that a little bit, but um, he's been playing great, and uh, I, I don't see any reason why this team can't run the table and um, represent the West in the Stanley Cup and, and also bring the Stanley Cup back to him to Colorado
0: talking with Larry Henry Jr. on the Dr. Glide Recruiting your hairline right now on the line change. You can follow him at LHenry019 on Twitter. So that is all of the hockey things we need, but there's a kind of a big game tomorrow for the Philadelphia Union. Champions League game. Uh, what should we expect tomorrow from the game uh, from the Union and, and their Champions League game tomorrow?
1: it'll be fun overall just to see the team back uh, i mean obviously i mean the mls season starts uh next weekend but uh it'll be a good test for the union um they've been they've waited years to be in this competition now they're finally there um, probably a little you know discouraged they don't have their full roster because obviously there's some guys that are still uh, banged up through injury and everything like that but um, you know they're going to take on a, a Saprisa side who uh, haven't won in their last seven games in the Costa Rican league, um, but overall still has some good talent there. They have some uh, some some you know former MLS guys, Kendall Watson, uh, who was with FC Cincinnati, uh, Christian Villanos, who uh, was with Vancouver at one point in MLS. So. Um, but for the union, they should have Casper uh back. I, I know he um, had, was dealing with back spasms and it sounds like he's going to be ready to go, which is good because um, Sergio Santos and Corey Burke are still out with injuries. And uh, I think it'll be a good game uh, for the union. They're going to probably, they're going to aim to defend uh, against the Saprisa side and hopefully come back with a good result because the second leg will be at Subaru Park next weekend and, or next week, excuse me. And, um, overall, if they were able to sneak out like a one-nothing win or something like that, uh, bring an away goal back, uh, with the tiebreaker, that, that'd be huge, especially, uh, back home. But overall, it'll be fun to see them back um obviously there's been a few games tonight uh involving the mls teams atlanta united won uh also in costa rica uh won nothing and uh the portland timbers uh picked up a 2-2 draw against uh club marathon uh tonight in the early games so uh good to see some soccer back obviously uh you know big fan of the league big fan of the of the union and been able to cover them for you know a few seasons now so uh it's good to see it back and uh, I'm, I'm happy to uh You know, uh, see it back and hopefully they bring home a win tomorrow night. Yeah,
0: hopefully they do. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to seeing the Union back on the field again, back on the pitch, and especially Champions League. You know, it's exciting. No matter what the results, uh, just to see the the Union on this kind of international stage uh, is something that's very exciting for the Union. And obviously, we over here at The Gambler are huge, huge Union supporters. I mean, Sean Brace and Joe Tanzi basically. I think when it comes to Union coverage they're the best at it, and they have been even before the Gamblers uh, the the Gamblers' arrival here on on radio, so uh, we are very excited for uh, the Union's Champions League game, and Larry uh, very exciting always to have you on Flyers, obviously not good, but I think the hockey season as we're now uh, drawing to maybe an end here for regular season soon um, I think we're getting some really good matchups that we could get in the playoffs and teams like the Hurricanes, you know, that could uh, maybe make some noise in the playoffs. The Avalanche now looking like their best selves. Uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. So can't wait to talk about the hockey season more with you coming up later on. But uh, uh, thanks for coming on tonight and uh, joining the line change.
1: Thanks a lot, John, for having me. Always uh, appreciate the time. So uh, uh, thanks a lot, and we'll catch up later this week.
0: Yes, we will. At Henry zero one nine.